Good morning. Welcome to Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Freistadt, Missouri. I am Noah Carr, your announcer for this chapel service. Pastor Jake Sletton will deliver today's chapel. Assisting in the chapel worship today is pianist Mrs. Amanda Minning, and the acolytes are Aiden Clapper and Caden Wormington. Well, good morning, everyone. Welcome to chapel this morning. Uh, today, um, we are going to be focusing on the Sunday that is coming up, this coming Sunday, a very special Sunday. Many of you have heard of it, I'm sure. It's called Reformation Sunday. And we're going to be talking about a few things having to do with that, specifically during the message time. Luther was commissioned by uh, a guy named Prince Frederick to come up with a seal, to come up with a picture that summarized the faith that he taught, and we're going to be talking about uh, all of the different aspects to what that is, okay? We're in All God's People Sing today, so open to page 26. The liturgy on page 26 is entitled Prayer, Okay. And so we begin, we're going to do the beginning part first, and then we'll do a song after that. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. This is the day which the Lord has made. From the rising of the sun to its setting. Have no anxiety about anything. They who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall run and not be weary. Let's take a moment of silent reflection in which we think about all of, our, all of the ways for which we have failed God. Okay. All right, and we're going to think about those, confess all of those times to him, tell him about them, and then after that uh, we will have absolution.
So Almighty God, in His mercy, has given His Son, Jesus, to die for you, and for His sake, Jesus has forgiven you for all of your sins. So then, in the stead and by the command of our Lord Jesus Christ, I therefore forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's sing our first song, which is going to be number 108 in your hymnal. 108. It's a song called, God Loved the World So That He Gave. 108. Our opening song is, God Loved the World So He Gave, found on page 108 of the All God's People Sing. moments to collect our offering. Let's collect our offering. The mission of Trinity Lutheran School is to proclaim and joyously celebrate the gospel through a quality, Christ-centered educational program with one another, the community, and the world. Trinity Lutheran School enrolls, enrolls students ages 3 through 8th grade. To schedule a tour, contact the school office at 417-235-5931. The book fair will run October 26th through November 1st in the old school cafeteria. Breakfast with dads and grandpas is Tuesday morning. The old school choir will sing only God this Sunday at the 10 a.m. worship service.
All right, today's scripture reading is taken from Ephesians chapter 2, verses 1 through 10. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10, if you want to look at it in those Bibles that are in your pews there. Ephesians 2, 1 through 10. The Apostle Paul once wrote, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the Spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath, but because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and not by works. I'm sorry, and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. This is the word of the Lord. All right. As I mentioned at the beginning, at one time Martin Luther okay, was hiding out, right? And he was hiding out because people were looking for him, wanting to kill him and to take his life because of the things that he was teaching. Well, the place where he was hiding out is in this place called Coburg Castle. It's in Germany. It's still there. And the guy that owned Coburg Castle, his name was Prince Frederick, right? And he, Prince Frederick, was an ally of Luther. And ally means that he was a friend of of Martin Luther. He really liked what he was teaching. He believed everything uh, for which Luther was teaching. All right? And while he was there at the castle, Prince Frederick uh, commissioned or called upon Luther to come up with essentially what is a coat of arms. Do you guys know what a coat of arms is? If you've ever seen, like maybe in a book, or if any of you have ever been to perhaps England or Europe, all right, you will see something there oftentimes in perhaps even a family's house called a coat of arms. A coat of arms is, is a picture that has several other different pictures inside of it that represent or symbolize the different aspects of that particular family. Some of them might look like, uh, are you pointing at something? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I thought maybe there was a a coat of arms in here, and I I was missing it. Okay. Yeah, the window is is kind of like that, okay? A coat of arms, usually you might see something in there, like maybe a lion might be in there, or or maybe a tree might be in there, or a sword, or something like that. Something that describes or symbolizes um, the different aspects of that particular family. Well, So Prince Frederick wanted Luther to come up with a coat of arms that symbolized this, really, this new theology, this new teaching that Luther had taught. 
All right? And many of you have probably seen this before or something like it, okay? Um, if you go online and you type in uh, Luther's rose or Luther's seal, um, this picture and many like it pop up, okay? Now, what do you notice about this rose, about this seal, Harper? Okay, yeah, it's got some white aspects to it. It has lots of different parts, right? There's lots of different parts to it. There's a black cross in the middle. There's a red heart. There's a white rose, right? There's blue right here, okay? And on the outside is what's supposed to be a gold ring. Um, I think that's gold, maybe a burnished gold. Okay. is a, a gold ring. Now, each of these parts symbolizes whoops, a different aspect of the Christian faith. So we're going to start with the most obvious one. What's in the center? The, what's in the center? The cross. Yeah, the cross is in the center. And what color is the cross? It's black. Okay. Why do you think it's black? Why not to show the sin. Good, okay? It's black in order to show, to remind us that it was the blackness of sin and death that brought Jesus to the cross, okay? So Jesus took upon himself all of our darkness, all of our sin, all of our blackness, and he took it upon himself, and then he crucified it on the cross, right? Now, what is the cross inside of? What's the cross inside of? Raise your hand. What, what's the cross inside of, um, Reagan? A heart. And what color is the heart? Red. Now, I didn't know this up until I was doing uh, some brushing up on this. There's a very important reason for why the cross is red. Because the cross could have been like, I don't know, white or blue or yellow or I don't know. But the reason why the cross is red is because it is to remind us that when Jesus was crucified on the cross, he did not take away you and I's humanness. Okay? He didn't take away the fact that we are still human. So the heart is red. What he did instead was he brought us back in the eyes of God, in the eyes of, of the Father, he brought us back into God's image, right? Contrary to what you will find on the outside, we did not come from monkeys or some other kind of strange thing. No, God made us humans. God made us people. Not just any people, but people that are created in his own image. And as we've talked about in the confirmation class, there was something very important that God Put into us. Raise your hand, confirmation class, seventh and eighth grade. What was it? Sadie? His breath, his own breath. So when God formed Adam, he breathed into Adam God's breath. Okay? Thereby creating us in his image. So the red heart is there not because God, when he died on the cross, has made us less human. No, God wants us to be human. He wants us to be the people that God created him, I'm sorry, created us to be. And he has done that, I'm sorry, he has restored that by Jesus' death on the, on the cross. So that's why the heart is red. Okay, now, 
What's the next thing that you notice that's on the outside of the heart, uh, Briar? A white rose. Good, okay. This is a white rose. Now, again, <coughs> excuse me. Again, there's a reason why the rose is white. Because most times when you see a rose, it's usually what color? Red, okay? Usually red, okay? Most times when you see a rose, it's usually red, but this one is white. Anybody have any idea why this one might be white? Um, Caitlin? Okay, that's, that, that's not bad. Good. Anybody, anybody else? You probably won't get it. Sadie? You're not wrong. You're not wrong. But you're not right either. Okay. The reason why the rose is white is because it reminds us of the angels. Now, why would we need to be reminded of the angels? What did the angels do? What, what was their job, um, Will? They bring us happiness. Yeah, good. They brought us happiness. They bring to the people messages of good news. And there's lots of occasions in the Bible where the angels were bringing messages of good news. Can anybody think of one? There's a very, probably a very obvious one. Uh, for heaven's sake. You're not Connor. You're the other one. Ross! I, I knew that. Ross. Okay. Ross, please. Yeah, good. Okay, so when Jesus is born, the angel comes to Mary and says, Blessed are you, right? Because you are going to give birth to Jesus, the Savior of the world. So that was a good message. There's lots of other ones. What's, what's another one? What happened at Jesus's resurrection? What happened? Um, Cordell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. Okay, so when Jesus was resurrected and he came back to life, okay, The angels told the women there, do not be afraid. He is not here. He has risen, just as he said. And then they said to him, here, come inside and see where he was laying at, because he's not there anymore. Okay? So the white is to remind us of the good news that the, of the good news that the angels brought to the people, the good news that that the angels still bring to us today. The good news about Jesus and about his death and about his resurrection. Now, that's a very good segue into this next part. Do you know what's the... Ignore the the part in the green. I do not know... I did not find out anything about the part in the green. What? Oh, okay, all right. You know what? I like that, so we're just going to go with it. Good, okay? That we're growing in Christ. Now, this part that's in blue... Why do you think that's blue? What would blue have anything to do with anything? Um, Alice? Why would it be blue, do you think? What, is, what else is the color blue? Okay, okay sorry, not in here. There you go, the sky. Okay, good. The sky is also the color blue. So when we're talking about Jesus' death and resurrection, it's important that whenever we talk about Jesus' death, that we talk about his resurrection. Because if Jesus is still dead, then everybody who is in that cemetery, they're all still dead too. 
There's no such thing as heaven. There's no such thing as, as the hope of our faith that we have. But Jesus is not dead. He has been resurrected. The blue there is to re- remind us of the fact that heaven is our home. Okay? That heaven is where our home is, just like in the Garden of Eden. Okay? All the way back when God created Adam and Eve. That heaven is our home, and it is the culmination of our faith on the last day. Do you guys know what the word culmination means? It means um, the, uh, the, how would you say that? The, the big enchilada of our faith, okay? It's the biggest part of our faith. It's what everything that we go through on this side of heaven, okay, and our faith in Jesus, it's the point of our faith. It's the hope of our faith. So that when we die, that that's just not it. We don't just, our bodies stay here and then our souls go up to heaven. No. Remember what we talked about, why the heart was red? Why was the heart red? Because Jesus cares about what? Logan? What? Love? Okay. But what does Jesus care about, Harper? Our what? That The fact that we are... Humans, good. Jesus cares very much about our bodies, and he cares very much about the fact that we are humans. He cares very much about the fact that we were made in God's image. Okay? And so the the sky is to remind us that though we die and we die in Christ, that our souls go to heaven, but one day, on the last day, our souls will be reunited with with our new bodies. Okay? And as the Apostle Paul says, they will be transformed into a body that is just as glorious as the one that Jesus had. Okay? And then finally, the gold ring. What do you think the gold ring stands for, Cordell? Okay? That's not bad. What else is gold in this world? Don't think too hard about it. I just gave it away. What else is gold? What's my wedding ring made out of? Gold. Yeah, my wedding ring is made out of gold. Gold usually is said to be the most precious metal that, it, that we have on this earth. It, it's usually said that. Okay? All right? But what Luther was, was trying to prove or was, was trying to symbolize and trying to show by this gold ring is that the cross and the empty tomb, the hope of our faith, is more precious than anything that we could ever possibly hope to have. That it is the most precious thing, more precious... There's a, a, a song, it's, it's called More Precious Than Silver, okay? It's kind of like that, all right? It is more our hope in Jesus, the hope that we have been given. Remember uh, what the Apostle Paul said in, in Ephesians 2? That our faith is a what? Starts with a G, ends in ift. Gift, yeah. That our faith is a gift. And it is the most precious gift, even more precious than my wedding ring. Okay? Even more precious than any toy that you have. Did you know that it's even more precious than your families? It's the most precious thing that God has given us. Our faith, our faith which leads to the most priceless treasure, hope in heaven and eternal life with him. Okay? And when we, when we will be given new 
bodies just like Jesus' glorious body. The Apostle Paul also talks about how the, how the, the things that are, uh, that are perishable will be imperishable. The things that um, us, our bodies that break down so very easily with sickness, okay, and with injuries, well, those will no longer be perishable, but they will be imperishable. They will no longer, our bodies will no longer be, will, will, will no longer fall to things like cancer and, and illness and sickness and all of those kinds of things. So, it is more precious than gold, this hope of our faith that we have. And all of that hope in our faith, really, the center the red heart and the black cross that is inside of it, that Christ has died for you, that he has died for me as a free gift. There is nothing that we do for which to earn that. Nothing, no decision that we make. There is nothing that we do. It's only a free gift from God. Okay? All right. Let's... Stand for our prayers on page 26. Page 26. Almighty God, because you have committed your people to the ministry of intercession, hear us as we pray for one another. We pray for the world. Lord of all, we pray for your whole creation. Enable us to bring an end to violence and injustice, to feed and clothe people, and to be faithful caretakers of the earth, so that all may enjoy the good world which you have have made. In your mercy, we pray for the church. Heavenly Father, be with your church. Give all ministers of the word your grace and truth, that your people might grow in faith and that Christ may be honored by all. In your mercy, we pray for those who are ill, especially all those that we know. Uh, and all of those that we name before you in our hearts now. Source of all healing, we ask you to strengthen the tired, to ease the pain of those who suffer, and to let those who are dying know that you hold them in your loving arms. In your mercy. We pray for family and friends. O God, our Father, bless those we love and help, help us to love all people so that as you love us, we may grow in love for each other. In your mercy. Almighty God, you have given us the grace to make our prayers known to you and have promised always to listen. Fulfill our requests as may be best and grant us knowledge of your truth in this world and in the life to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And so may the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds and the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, and the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Please be seated. 
We'll sing our last hymn, number 246. This, this hymn was written by, um, by a man who really, really loved everything that Luther was teaching. Okay? His name was Martin Franzmann, and it's a very uh, popular hymn in our, in our church. So we will go ahead and sing number 246. song is thy strong word found on page 246 of the all god's people sing it has been our pleasure to bring you this chapel service from trinity lutheran church and school we pray that you have benefited spiritually and invite you to worship with us each sunday morning by means of this broadcast at www.freistatradio.com. We commend you to the loving care of our gracious Heavenly Father. May His love surround you and His mercy be evident to you, to you in all things. Your announcer has been Noah Carr. one attendance award to give to someone who was not here last week. Hadley Post, come on up and give her a round of applause. She had perfect attendance first quarter. Big smile. One, two, three. Thank you. And then we have two birthdays to celebrate, one for a student who was absent last Wednesday for chapel, and that is Andon. He celebrated his birthday on October 19th, and the other student celebrated their birthday yesterday, and that was August. He celebrated his birthday on October 23rd. So let's sing God's blessings to them. God's blessings are here. God's blessings. 
Happy birthday, boys. The only other announcement that I have is just for teachers. You have uh, some little surprises outside your classroom today. Those were donated by Wind and Willow. There's three different sizes of bags. I have a couple extra boxes, so if anyone wants more for a special project, let me know. But those are yours. And thanks to Renee for donating those. Have a great day.